and we're live welcome everybody to ask a wizard look at that i got the mic on yes amazing all right let me update this real quick i think i think it's the this one where are you where are you oh it's sneaky this is a sneaky one all right let's let's do this content let's get youtube up in here what in the world it's not recognizing my youtube this isn't good oh no oh no welcome everybody to ask a wizard well i mean we could do live wizard readings if um if i'm not able to find it but why is that happening um i can hear myself coming through too why can't we just have one uh let's have this go through and not have a technical issue that'd be great dang it why is that not working um, I might have to gerrymander this real quick um, because it's not pulling in my window. I'm going to call this test. And the one we're going to do is it's not showing up. For some reason, it's not recognizing my uh, Chrome. So. Let's see what we can do here. My goodness, this isn't good. This is not a good thing to do. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what to do. For So OBS is completely ignoring my window. It's pretending like it just doesn't exist for some reason on Chrome. If anyone knows this stuff, let me know. I think, ah, did we get it? I think we got it. All right, let me get the overlay going. I think I fixed it, we're good. My goodness, finally get the audio working and then we get this nonsense. OBS, what the heck, man, you suck. Um, it's, always, it's always something with OBS. Let's see here. History library, playlist, and then I need to get my presentation up. My gosh. My apologies, guys. Boys and girls, welcome. How's it going? Uh, it's been a while. Yes, indeed. Tai Chi Owl. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Uh, I didn't come here for nothing. Uh, star, star, star. I'll be quiet, evil owl. You know what's going on. Uh, no, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, it's fine. We're good. We got this. All right. We're so close. Here we go. My gosh. This is so stressful. Let us do this now. All right. We're close. Content. Boom. There we are, boys and girls. We are up and running. Tonight on Ask a Wizard, we have the real Freddy Krueger. We're going to be discussing YouTube's ban of truthful speech and the 2020 OWL military campaign results. All of that is going to be happening today, plus so much more. So uh, we got you on the list right now. If you are looking for a live wizard reading, we have uh, Stop Motion, Cole, Evil Owl, and Tai Chi Owl on the list. I didn't spam the chat, though. That's all right. Uh, thank you very much. And the ghost is real. Ooh, yeah. Well, you're going to find out. It's pretty intense. And 
If you'd like to get a live wizard reading as well during the show, like and share the stream to qualify for a free live wizard reading. You can also donate and support the show by going to paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard. There you can pay whatever you think your reading is worth and you'll get a three card reading instead of a one card reading as well. And uh, send your letters to P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. I did it from memory. Woo! That's the P.O. Box. You can uh, send letters there, and I will read those live on air as well. So that is the place to be. Let us begin with the show. All right. More technical issues, of course. Boom! This week in Weird, YouTube has banned truthful speech. In fact, I have a news article for you right here. Um, pull, we just uh, did this, and of course it got closed. YouTube bans. Uh, here we are. YouTube video bans. Uh, videos alleging widespread voter fraud. So um, YouTube has banned people from discussing the historical and uh, current objective fact that uh, there is currently a coup being conducted in the United States uh, through a partnership between the Chinese government and the uh, left-wing party of our political system. YouTube has decided that they don't want to show any uh, videos pertaining to that historical and objective fact. Um, so I want you guys to know that I'm fully okay with that. I am not paying for the server costs. This is YouTube's decision. If YouTube doesn't want us to talk about these things, um, that's fine. Uh, what I do want, though, is YouTube to provide a detailed, comprehensive list in the exact clarity that they've done so here about everything that they don't want us talking about, and I'd like everyone held to that standard. And uh, that's that's all I'd like. And I think that's pretty fair. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, and if you choose to enforce those rules in a way that is not across the board and universal, then uh, I will sue you for tortuous interference, for taking away from my capacity to do business so i think that that's the way that it should go and um that's what you guys should be preparing for since uh with the new regulations going in cppa um you're gonna find out very soon that you've made a grave grave mistake youtube so we're gonna move right along from that week and weird that's today's news nothing else matters everything else in the news is irrelevant turn off your tvs that's all lies that's the only thing you needed to hear about in the news today so let's move on oh that's my notes all right two histories mysteries matthew says indeed I already got a reading and it was very helpful. Awesome. Oh, I'm glad I was able to help. I have a cardboard cutout of Freddy Krueger in my room. Ooh, that's spooky, Cole. Well, does he look like this? Uh, the ghost is real? Yes. Welcome, Matt. How are you doing, sir? So, today's history's mystery is the real Freddy Krueger. That's right. This is a mystery from history. There once was a time in American history where Hmong refugees came into America. Um, they were fleeing war and conflict. And unfortunately, one of them was struck with a terrifying and horrifying plague. He began to see visions of creepy old women, demons, and horrifying dark dreams. When he was awake, and when he was asleep. Unfortunately, he knew what this spirit was. He knew what this old lady was that was coming to him in his dreams. 
and knew that it was going to take his life. And amazingly, it did. The old lady spirit, this old hag as he described it, slaughtered him in his sleep. But it gets weirder. You see, after this happened to this one man, this one refugee, this began to spread like a plague. Room, house by house, this spirit, this energy, moved from one home into another. And the exact same symptoms were experienced by the different people, one person at a time. They would experience the hallucinations of the old hag, see demons, have sleep problems, and be killed in their dreams. What makes this even more bizarre is that it seemed to be targeting very specific people. In fact, the people who were being targeted were the ones that weren't practicing their worship routines because of the fact that they were refugees. Unfortunately, by moving here to America as refugees, they didn't have access to much money, resources, or time. They were trying to scrape by. And so for many of these people, they abandoned their faith, their rituals, their worship of spirits that they had done from before. And um, unfortunately, the spirit seemed to be targeting those who had abandoned their worship. Incredibly, after worship was resumed, the deaths caused by this spirit were stopped. That is the story of the real Freddy Krueger, the real nightmare. Um, is the nightmare on Elm Street? Is that is that Freddy Krueger? I'm not sure. But the real dream haunter. What do we got going on here? Antonio says, I love you. Thank you very much, Antonio. I appreciate that. I feel like you would be a good detective. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I had a private detective in high school tell me that. Um, he... Uh, fell asleep a lot while standing but he was the greatest <laughs> just the coolest guy um and he as i was graduating from high school he's like tyler don't go to college and i was like okay that seems like a pretty good advice you should become a private investigator with me and i was like all right i'm, I'm interested and he's like yeah yeah and then i looked into what being a private investigator was and i was like oh that sucks you're just spying on people cheating all the time and i wasn't that interested so um i didn't end up doing it but it's funny that you mentioned that pretty crude or or is it because he came back like how many different times and then died he can't come back like that now interesting i'm not sure yeah it's nightmare on elm street if you pray and let god be with you will be protected that is a fact so that's where the analysis comes in so interest of course as all fake people who worship the uh, cult called scientism that's a false religion people who think science is real um and not a religion it's called scientism um they tend to do this thing where they just give out a fake explanation to try and hide from the supernatural and so they immediately said no no no, no this is just a heart disease um it's only affecting this particular group of people because uh, genetics Yes. And they're like, but why doesn't it affect all of them? And it only affects the ones that aren't worshiping. Nah, don't worry about that. That's not true. And so that was pushed under the rug. Unfortunately for that uh, person, someone went in and started investigating again after the fact and found that there was literally zero medical evidence to support the claim whatsoever. There was no genetic anomalies. He had made up the entire thing. Uh, it was all a lie. Then upon further research, um, the scientist who went in and researched again 
found some very alarming evidence, which was paracosmic evidence. And she basically came away from it with all of the calling cards of dealing with real supernatural things of saying, you know, it's like, it seems to be a combination of the placebo effect, uh, your confirmation bias and, uh, and, and the people's faith, which is, by the way, translating that from scientism, false religion to reality is people's minds can change reality. Um, we see things differently from other people because there's an infinite amount of data in this world. And uh, the realm has things that exist that we don't understand. So that's all that's all that she was saying is that uh, it appears to be some sort of spiritual uh, entity. And it seems like it was upset that it wasn't being worshipped. So there was a pact with a spiritual entity um, that appears to have been going through and killing people based on their lack of worship. And so what you guys thought here is sounded pretty cool. Was he cloned? Um, if you pray like God be with you, you'll be protected. Wasn't Freddy Krueger burnt in his house? I'm not sure. I actually don't know much about Freddy Krueger other than the fact that he kills people in their dreams. Um, but... My I think that this is 100% possible. I think that you could worship a different being other than God, uh, Logos, the truth, and this could be a consequence of it. Uh, this is not uncommon for demonic entities to make these kinds of pacts. And so um, I think that that's what you see happening here is people came who worshipped a spirit that made a pact with them. They gave them rewards in exchange for worship and there are people who broke their pact and that opens you up to a lot of trouble in the spiritual realm that's why you shouldn't deal with spirits don't talk to angels demons any of that kind of stuff you go to logos you go to the truth that is the source of truth that is the source of the light the truth the way and um, from there that is your rock and your foundation and don't commune with spirits don't have familiar spirits that would be my recommendation for you and that is tonight's history's mystery all right, let's get some live wizard readings going up in here. We have quite a few today. Um, we've got stop motion up first, and then Cole. Stop motion, if you're still here, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. And then after that, we have Cole. We'll be getting your readings started as well. And then after these readings, we are going to be watching some incredible videos. I have a video of a ram fighting a car, a rhino fighting a car, and a cougar stalking a man for his life. I'm going to be doing that in just a bit. Uh, Christianity, Satanism, and Freddy Kruegerism. <laughs> <Was it? laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, we, we would fall into the realm of no ghosts, but yeah, you know. Uh, stop motion is here. Awesome. Is there anything in particular you need uh, insights on? Let me know in the comments below, and we'll get those readings started for you shortly. By the way, if you want to support the stream, throw some money in the tip jar at paypal.me forward slash askawizard, or you can send some letters of support at P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. All right, what do we got here today? Ooh, check that out. The Seven of Swords. A ram ramming a ram. I really wanted it to be a ram truck. I did. That, that was kind of, I, I was going to use that as the headline, but then I thought it'd be clickbait to do it because it's not true. But I really wanted to do it. <laughs> um, I'm doing very well, K-Dog. How are you doing, man? So stop motion. We got the Seven of Swords here for you. So the Seven of Swords is a tricky card. So it's a good card. It's uh, positive. It's confidence in wisdom. 
Now, what you have to be careful about with this card is as you can see, he's a little sneaky. This is alluding to the fact that when we know something, we have information on something, we tend to confuse that with the other three quadrants. So this is kind of like, like the extreme stereotype would be the person who thinks they know how to swim because they watched a YouTube video on how to swim. <laughs> that, that kind of thing. And there's a big difference between having the knowledge of something and actually being able to implement it in the real world. So what this is saying is in the positive sense of you have good knowledge, you have good wisdom, be confident in that. Um, but do not mistake it for taking action in the real world. So that's what this card here represents for you, stop motion. I hope that helps you out. hope that gives you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And we're going to move on to the next reading. I'm all right. Awesome. Evil Al says I'm scared. What are you scared of, Evil Al? Let me know. I'm pretty sure Freddy Krueger is classified as a dream demon, and he can control your dream world. Ooh, interesting. That's neat. Dreams are really weird. Dreams prove the existence of the supernatural so often, it's kind of mind-boggling that um, there are actually people in this world that are deluded enough to not believe in the supernatural, um, which I find just bizarre. <laughs> like, like, you can go read Carl Jung, his red book, or any of the black books for that matter, and he's just like, so here's like 700 documented cases of supernatural phenomenon that I, I I recorded. Anybody? No one? No one? Burn him! Burn him! <laughs> Up next is Cole, and then after Cole, we got Evil Owl. Awesome. Glad I was able to help you there. Stop Motion Studios. I think I see the future in my dreams. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, that that's possible. It's 100% possible. Uh, the gift of prophecy is in the Bible. The gift of dreams is in the Bible. Um, I know I've experienced it for myself. Uh, we had a really cool one. Me and my uh, uncle, David, both had a dream of a earthquake occurring on the same day. Um, we both had the same dream at the and met each other in church on Sunday and then discussed our dreams together. And um, that there was an earthquake on that day. <laughs> so it's, it's quite odd. Uh, Cole, you are up. Is there anything in particular, Cole, or just a general reading? Let me know in the comments below. Uh, Owen has retracted his uh, message. Clearly the CIA taking him down. I know. A pair of my headphones while my earbuds came on and there are not invitations now. I'm scared because I think it's a ghost. Um. Well, if you're scared of it being a ghost, just know that you're like a level 100 monster and a ghost is like a level one little mushroom <laughs> they're, they're nothing compared to you in terms of power and strength um so you don't need to be afraid of them uh you have immense power you're a creator you can build grow and create that is a god-like gift because we are made in god's image um it's something that we have and you're immensely powerful I saw myself making friends with my best friend in the fifth grade when I met her in the sixth grade. Ooh, that's interesting. All right, Cole's looking for a general reading. Let's get that started. Um, help, I'm being tracked by the FBI. I think my message exposes them. <laughs> well, don't worry. They're uh, very technologically illiterate from my experience. <laughs> uh, I actually... Um, I, I we joke about it a lot but I, I do do war efforts um 
we we are campaigning against the education system which we'll be covering in this stream as well um and it's enough to the point where yes the fbi has sent letters and been like uh this is just informing you that we have conducted research onto your profile and information and i'm like i'm open and transparent i don't got nothing to hide here <laughs> but it's uh they're not very tech savvy from my experiences because i called them up and i was like hey i heard you're looking into me is there i could give you any information you want i'd love to give you all the info about what i'm doing it's uh, i'm following the law i'm a u.s citizen and uh, i want to help you guys with whatever it is you're trying to do um and so it is it is odd it's definitely odd alex was confused by the letter i wasn't i was like eh, it makes sense you know starting an owl group it's what you do we're a pretty powerful group of people. The owls are legends. It's like those mobile games ads where a level one person... Shit, exactly. It's exactly what it's like, Paul. All right. Ooh, and popping off with a great card here. This is the Chariot. Uh, the Chariot is a fantastic card. This is saying... Uh, Cole, you have thought through your plan logically. You have set up a good strategy. You have good logic behind your plan. You've weighed the pros and cons of taking action. And now the path is clear. It is time to act. This is a card that says you are ready to go. You're ready to start testing out your ideas in the real world and taking action. So really awesome card to see popping up there. Uh, fantastic indeed. I love the chariot popping up. It actually is a reference to Plato's chariot, which is about mastering your animalistic instincts and your uh, higher level abilities and getting both of those forces the horses to horses forces in alignment with each other so that your animalistic energies are in alignment with your high ideals and you can crush uh just think of those mafia game ads that you see that show your level the demon is level one you're level 100 but with faith in jesus you're level 1000 exactly that that's it well yes and no so if you don't have faith uh in logos you are massively susceptible to demonic energy that that thing does 100 flip on its head so if you are not connected with logos christ jesus christ the light the truth the way if you aren't connected to that um you can easily be um corrupted tempted broken by spirits and forces um and used by forces and, and you can be defeated by them um uh, they can literally kill you in your dreams apparently um if you connect with logos you're unstoppable it's it's you literally can just go up and be like get out of here you're not welcome here get out and legions of demons will have to leave you have that power it's it's that strong <laughs> you're you're a really really powerful being Thanks for reading. No problem at all, Cole. Glad I was able to help you. FBI, open up. Yeah. I would, I'd invite them in for dinner. So come on in. You want to drink? You want to have food? I have friends in the FBI. They're awesome. They're, they're great people. Um, you, people see the three-letter organizations and they kind of lump everybody into the same group. And um, it's not, it's just not the case. There, there's, there's people that live in the organizations. There's good people. There's bad people. Um, it's, it's a government so it's gonna suck it's not gonna be very effective it's gonna be really bad at its job it's not gonna get anything done um but that's kind of what the government is you know it's nothing to be afraid of as long as you're now not going around doing crimes we don't do crimes we follow the law 
we're in the world not of the world we render into caesar's what caesar's so uh, i'm good <laughs> and the owls are good too we're a group of moral people who like to read books and inform ourselves and be well prepared let's see here they will have a birthmark of six uh, so i saw that the antichrist will come in 2022 and will be the end of the planet well the no man shall know the hour or day of the end of the world so um we know that what you just said is not going to happen so don't worry about it <laughs> you know the, uh the bible jesus himself says uh he himself doesn't even know when the end of the times will come so um don't worry about those things uh live your life as if it's going to be the end times because um that means living a life of glory noble war winning battles growth creation build the beautiful the good the true building creating and just making amazing things because if you're right and it is the end times well you lived an awesome life and if you're wrong well you just built some really amazing stuff and lived an amazing life so don't don't worry about those kinds of things next up is evil owl and then we have tai chi owl after that evil owl it's time for your reading anything in particular evil owl you're looking for a reading about let me know the most immediate intimidating thing to say to a demon is you mess with the cow you get the udder <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty funny or you could uh if you appeal to the um the bible well pigs don't have uh, pigs don't have teats, do they? Never mind. I was going to say, they don't like, they get PTSD from being casted into pigs. <laughs> um, one of the world's major issues is that people generalize groups of people like police and they think they're all bad just because there's a few bad ones. Yeah, 100%. That's uh, the nature of propaganda and psychological manipulation. It's one of the reasons the flashing boxes are so dangerous and you got to be careful with them. Jesus saves lives. Yes, he does. But he will also make every knee bow. And let me tell you, he's coming back and he's coming back with a vengeance. Um, he will definitely save people's lives. And uh, he will also take the wicked as well. <laughs> Yo, know what's up? I, I don't. I, I guess a little light, a little light up here. Wait, animals can get PTSD? Um, actually, I think animals can get PTSD, but I was referencing when Jesus cast the demons into pigs. And like, if so, if you, if you told him you mess with the cow, you get the other, if you said something along the lines of like, you mess with the tail, you get the, the pig kind of thing, just to make them freak out. Cause, uh, they got casted into pigs in the past and it freaked them out. Uh, Evil Owl, are you here? It's time for your reading. Let me know in the comments below. We're going to give you the roll call here in just a bit. Um, and if after that, it'll be Tai Chi Owl. Same deal, Tai Chi Owl, if you're here, let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started in just a bit. Evil Owl says, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Evil Owl, notorious for always saying no to his readings. So let's see if we can break that trend for Evil Owl. Let's find out. Ooh, look at that. Evil Owl popping off with the Magician card. One of my favorites in the deck. I have quite a few favorites. I think I have four. But this is the Magician. Um, I'm an ENTP. It's really hard for me to make a favorite. <laughs> the Magician represents being in a situation where you have considered your principles, 
you've considered the material world, you've considered the intellectual realm, and you've even considered the emotional realm of motivation. And when you have all four of those things, those four quadrants, and that's represented here by the, uh, the wand, the heart, um, or pentacle, I should say. My apologies. The wand, the pentacle, the cup, which represents the heart, and then the sword representing logos. So having all four of those things into alignment, it's saying that you can literally make things happen. You can, when people act in this way, and this is what Jesus Christ and God tells us to live our life as, is in the real world, the real realm, the logos, what is true. Uh, when you live a life like this, to some people, it looks like magic. Some people think it looks magical. Some people think it is um, uh, luck. Some people think that it is um, the you know handouts uh, that they came from. Oh, that, that guy was just born to a billionaire. That's why he's so successful. Um, but in reality, it's living in alignment with Logos gives you immense power in this world. And uh, it can literally make people think, wow, this person is like, doing stuff that shouldn't be possible um so great card to see popping up here for you and i think that the message here for you evil owl you mentioned wanting information about god is one of the best ways to start uh living a godly life is to build create and grow the beautiful the good and the true do it in the real world do those things and you'll start to see the results and so that's the uh, reading i have for you there evil owl i hope that helps you out hope that gives you some insights Evil Owl popping off with the legendary Re. Evil Owl, gosh, so many grammatical errors. What do we, what do we miss here? I'm here. Hello, Tai Chi Owl. You're up next. Is there anything in particular, Tai Chi Owl, you're looking for a reading about? Let me know in the comments below. Do, do, do. Gosh, so many grammatical errors. What if God could Thanos snap a really bad human away? Um. I think there's good examples of God Thanos snapping bad people away. <laughs> I know um, this is going to borderline on um, possibly getting me in trouble with YouTube. How should I phrase this? Let me think this through. Um, I think there is a strong possibility that you're going to experience a Thanos snap in the near future in major cities that have fallen into immense unimaginable sin. I think that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and I think that the Tower of Babel are macro and microcosms. I think that those are patterns of human behavior that have occurred and do occur and will continue to occur in reoccurrence throughout human history until the end times. Um, so I think that you might experience a Thanos snap and it won't look like what you think it looks like and people will explain it away. Um, but if you abandon truth, you cut yourself off from reality, the real world, you don't know how to grow your own food, you don't know how to get water, you don't know how to get power, you have devoted your life to a false job that doesn't exist, it's not a real thing, it's all an illusion, and um, a city decides to, and then locked yourself in a box, cutting yourself off from all of those resources unless a city gives it to you, and surrounded yourselves with people who will murder you for what you have, um, 
you've set yourself up for a very big Thanos snap. So uh, that would be my thing. But it's an isolated event. If you want to see that, uh, I have more information on that in my Rat Utopia episodes. Um, it's uh, a few a few episodes back. Um, if you want to see more of what I think, there it do not despair, do not be afraid. Um, there is hope, and there is uh, it's very easy to avoid. And um, we've actually already covered all of the stuff you need to know in these lectures to be perfectly fine during that kind of situation. So um, check that out. Let's see here. Chris is looking for a general reading. I'm a C if I'm a Sarah. Not sure what that means. Uh, why do people sell their souls for fame? Because in all the interviews with them, they say fame is hard and money isn't pleasing. So why do they do it? Um, that's a great question, Taichi. I actually uh, did a lecture on that particular topic uh, back in the day. It was, uh, I think it was called The Different Kinds of Resources. And that is something that's always um, confused me. I've never understood why people pursue fame. Um, because it seems like all the side effects of fame are like drug overdosing, uh, horrible lifestyle, depression, mental illness. Like, there doesn't seem to be any really positive to fame um but i'm assuming it's just a sin that i'm not susceptible to um so that's probably you know someone could look at a sin that i'm susceptible to and be like why would you fall for that sin um and then turn around and i'm looking at them and saying ah why are you falling for that you know it, something along those lines i think that that's uh that that's probably what it is but i don't know i don't know why people pursue fame i understand that there's some value to a small amount of fame which is attention um you do need attention to do things in this world and it's useful to have attention so i get that but you want to limit that as much as possible you know like i need a th i need a thou i don't need i need what god provides I want a thousand owls in the community. I think that's enough to manage. And everyone else is like just extra on top of that. And so I think there is a number that you do need, um, but it's not that big. I don't think you need more than a thousand people who support what you do to um, really operate in this world. All right, let's get you your reading here, Taiji Owl. The FBI is almost at my house. <laughs> I highly doubt it, Evil Owl. I don't think the FBI is going to come to your house. Um, <laughs> if they do, invite them in. Treat them nice. They work hard. They've got a lot of guys working really, really hard, um, trying to do the right thing. And, you know, they're in a crappy situation. They work for the U.S. government. They aren't able to do the job to the best of their abilities because of just nonsense and paperwork. So uh, be nice to them. They, they're, they're going through some tough stuff, especially right now. So what we got here for you, uh, Chris, or sorry, my apologies, Tai Chi Owl. Uh, we've got the Four of Wands. Four of Wands is a wonderful card, as you can see. It's just happiness, abundance, uh, a happy couple with a kingdom just a really really great card and so what this is saying is that you are in a spot right now tai chi L, 
where you have your spiritual principles that you can rely on and those things are strong you've got those things honed you've got those things mastered and um, they are a rock for you and so this is really awesome to see popping up because despite what might be going on in the world things are difficult hard times financial difficulties having a strong spiritual foundation is going to help you get through all of those times. So rely on that, turn to that during your times uh, where things are difficult, and I think you'll be able to get through uh, the struggles you're going through. And that is the reading I have for you today, Taijiao. I hope that helps you out. Hope that gave you some insights. And we're gonna move on to the videos. Now is a great time to start sharing this thing on out to your friends and family because we are about to watch some incredible videos that you will definitely want to experience with them. It's like America's family fun video things except uh, you can actually do it with your family and friends again online and uh, we're just doing it here now for fun together. Let's go. Alright. Do 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 do. Oh, gotta get my overlay. How, it won't be professional, right? Oh, I'm not doing my overlay because this thing is not uh, working. Oh, that's for a new video, a v later video. Let's get, here it is. Come on. My mouse, oh no, it just removed the video. No, oh gosh, oh no, okay. Well, crap. <laughs> I, my mouse randomly disappears when I'm using OBS. It's just another one of its, uh, beautiful technical things that it does. Um, so, let's see if I can search it. I queued these all up for you. Come on. I, I literally am trying to find, this is absurd. Okay, what, what are we gonna do here? What's the plan? Anybody know who this guy is? <laughs> Come on, mouse. Can I use this? No. I used my touchpad to see if I could get it to work. Let's see if I can. There's, it's over the Google icon. Okay, so that's refresh. That's back. All right, we're making progress. Where are we at? Ah, there we are. We're back. All right, Ram attacks car jeez that's really frustrating i wish that it wouldn't what is it i think it's this is like uh my facebook streams by the way um on facebook we have a pirate ship where we sail around the internet and i literally just google fun memes and whatnot that's the the pirate ship at facebook.com forward slash ask a wizard um it, it shows up at a random time so you just have to set the notification bell i literally just pop on there and we we check out funny videos all day it's pretty fun um i'm doing good hey how's it going uh if you turn to satan you may get money and fame but the side effects are an eternity in hell, depression, death, and many more. Yeah, it's true. And uh, typically, whatever Satan gives you, um, it ends up being the thing that destroys you as well. So uh, imagine that when God sends an angel down to earth, they use an escalator or an elevator. Interesting. That was perfect. Hi, how is everyone tonight? I'm doing very well. Lisa, how are you doing, Lisa? Um, I'm good. You? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. All right. Let us begin. So, this is a mountain goat, which uh, happened to be all around my house now here in Montana, and it is going to go and fight a car. This one. 
boom look at those goats just going at each other really intense stuff here um pretty pretty legendary goats He took a chunk right out of that car oh i used to have that car i, I had a convertible one it's a sebring <sighs> mine was black just goes right back to headbutting <laughs> oh let's watch that again let's watch that again that was quick boom so you got some goats just chilling right doing their thing boom nailing each other this one's getting ready to go. This one's the car's like, I'm gonna sneak by. I'm gonna sneak by. I got this. <laughs> oh. And he just goes right back to headbutting. Like nothing happened. Wow. That's intense. That's intense. The way the ram just went boom, right? Ram versus car. Poor baby. Well, apparently Mountain Mountain Ghost loved doing it. That he's he's not even phased. He just went right back to headbutting. <laughs> he's having a good time oh that that's insane now uh now that my mouse is back i should be able to get access to my playlist again um which i lost earlier because my mouse just disappears for no reason while i'm using obs and it's quite annoying uh but this one right here is Similar concept, but with a bigger animal. This is a rhino versus a car. So you guys saw what a mountain goat is capable of. Uh, what is it like it, HP in Montana? It, it is beautiful. It's incredible. The weather is amazing. The people are amazing. The culture is amazing. Um, I haven't found anything about it that I don't like yet, other than the roads are very uh, confusing to drive in. But other than that, that's about it. <laughs> All right. Let's see, so we saw the mountain goat. He took a little chunk out of the car. Let's see how our rhino does. Why is the car dressed like a zebra? <laughs> Wait, why is there zebra stripes on the car? Look, car, just go the other way, dude. <laughs> if there's a rhino, just go the other way. Oh no. <laughs> he flipped it. He flipped it like it was a toy. He didn't even try. Oh, he's rolling it. He's rolling it. Holy crap. <laughs> oh my gosh. I always worry. Like, when you're on a safari, they're like, don't worry. The animals don't attack your car. But clearly, they do. Oh, my gosh. He's not even trying. He's just flipping that thing around. <laughs> vroom, vroom, zebra car. And so I guessed correctly. Yeah, you mess with the rhino, you get the car flipped. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. People are like freaked out by T-Rex attacks. I am, I, this is like a real T-Rex attack. This is straight out of the movie. Oh my gosh. He's just not even trying. He's squaring up. He's squaring up. He's like, yeah, that's right. That's right, car. Wanna try me? I didn't think so. Oh, you wanna go too? 
oh no, what if he flips this one? <laughs> it's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's insane. John's woken. Uh, Mr. Rhino is hungry, right? And his name was John Cena. I'm not sure what that means, but all right. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the, the, the wrestler guy who pops in? No. Wow, it's like paper to it. I know. Like, I, I'm really impressed by how easily he just threw the car. That's an, oh my gosh, a car isn't so heavy. It's crazy. All right, the next one we have, probably gonna have to skip around because it is a longer one. However, um, this is something Alexandria Paxton sent on in. So that's at OPVs. She helps edit some of the videos on askwizardmagic.com uh, as well. And she recommended this one. This is a cougar stalking a man through Utah. This is very close to where I live. Um, we went through Utah on the way here to Montana. And, well, it's not very close, but pretty close. But we have a bunch of mountain lions around here, too. So this has an important lesson, but also um, it's pretty intense. So the hiker has seen what appears to be two baby cubs sitting under a tree. Uh, I'll text you when I'm there. Oh, thank you very much, Alex. Thank you uh, for that. Um, she just sent a message via non-YouTube chat. <laughs> So uh, there are baby kitties sitting under a tree. First rule of baby kitties sitting under a tree. It doesn't matter if it's a bear. It doesn't matter if it's a cub, a cat. It doesn't matter if it's a dog. You do not approach wild baby animals in nature. If you do, you are screwed. And this guy is going to learn that lesson hard right now. Yeah. What you may not notice is there is a camouflaged blur of death charging him right now that is in the shape of what is called a mother cougar. The cougar is now hiding and stalking him through those bushes. Yeah, roar at it. See how that works. You're lucky that the mountain lion's going sneaky mode. So now he's come out of the bushes. He's not playing around anymore. He's like, fine, I'm not going to sneak. I'm just going to come at you. Oh, you see that pounce. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh gosh. Get the away. Get the away. This isn't like that other one we watched where he was like, I'm just a sneaky guy, don't mind me. No, this thing is aggro. Oh man. That is an unhappy mom. <laughs> Crikey. Who knew swearing at it would help? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that this one's bleeping out all of his words. That's why I played it. We couldn't play it before because he didn't have it bleeped, but this version he put up um has it bleeped out so i was able to show it to you guys uh check my last comment all right uh safari guide in zebra car don't worry he's harmless five seconds later <laughs> rhino has his daily <laughs> no 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 do not worry they will not attack our car oh no oh god <laughs> that's exactly it 
Uh, they probably just lie because they don't want people to not go to their safaris. They make a lot of money from it. Oh jeez! So he reached down for a rock there, and when he did, the cougar leaped forward to try and take him out. Um, no, go away! Go away! Please go away! I'd be so sad if I died. Well, like this is my last video, and I was just like so, like bad with my language. I communicated in such an unclean way, like. I'd want to go stoically. I'd want to go fighting, fighting, battling, like roaring and yelling. I get that, but it's like, why are you swearing with it? Obviously not that big and scary. <laughs> uh, he just wants a hug. The FBI is outside else. Well, seems like you're going to be going. See you, evil owl. You can tell him everything. You're good. You're good little kitty cat. You <laughs> good little oh. kitty cat? <laughs> yeah, he's not much of a little kitty cat, is he? All right, let's hop around through here. This continues on uh, continuously for six minutes straight. So we're going to hop up a little bit here. Your gun? You have a gun? Okay. This is what I Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nope. Get the Oh no. <laughs> I don't feel like dying today. Ah, he's so frustrated. I don't want to die. Dang it. I feel like that's more along the lines of how I'd react. It's a good point. The cougar just kind of abandoned its babies, didn't it? You're letting that thing get real close to you, man. No. Go it. Go it. He could pounce at this point. Oh, oh, I think he went down for a rock. Go it. No. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez, oh, jeez. How does this end? Oh. My gosh, what do we got going on here? It's like when you go to a public park and you see a dog barking at you and the owner goes, it doesn't bite, meaning like, while the dog lies on his leg, right? A hug of death. Cubs asking where mommy went, oldest one. She's going to get a human for dinner. Oh no. Evil Owl just says, hey, someone needs to tell this man that cougars don't speak English. Yeah, he's trying to negotiate with the cougar. He's like, no, 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 you're babies. Come on, man. I'm, I'm not interested in dying. I'm very big and scary. And the cougar's just like, ah. Come on. Come on. Ah. Oh. oh, stupid. This sucks. 
Yeah, I can imagine. How long can you stay at 10 on the adrenaline level? Because it seems like this guy is just not stopping. Dude. Okay. He's getting some distance. Go get your baby. Go away. That's a good point. Go get your baby. Oh, gosh, that's heart-wrenching. He's just, I just wanted to go on a run. He's just reflecting on his decisions. Oh, oh, that's so... Mm. Come on, dude. Oh, jeez. How long can this go on? How does this end? How can this end? Does he get back to his car? I hope it doesn't end with him dying. That's gonna. Uh. Go with your babies. You're not getting me, dude. I mean, it seems like he's probably able to get you. I'm ready to go down. Getting down to get a rock again. Good move. Good move. Good tactical play. Oh, shoot, I think he pegged him with a rock. <laughs> yeah, get the away. Holy crap, look how fast that thing is. So, wait a minute, what? Let's watch that again. I'm ready to go down. He hits him with a rock, it looks like, or he throws a rock at him. Look how fast it's run. So at any point, the mountain lion could have killed him. And so it's just choosing not to, I guess. So maybe maybe the mountain lion was the good guy all along. It doesn't seem like the mountain lion could... Because the mountain lion, if it wanted to kill him, it could have killed him. But it... Because, I mean, look how fast that thing... It would have caught him in a second. So I'm thinking that... It was just trying to scare him, keep him away from his babies. I think that was the, the thing. Because at any point, look how fast that is. He could have killed him. Oh, dang it. Wow. Okay. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. What an intense what an intense video. Thank you for the recommendation, OPVs. By the way, if you guys have video recommendations, uh, send them on in to Instagram DM. You can send them in Facebook DM, things like that. Uh, Facebook DM, Instagram DM, TikTok DM. Uh, love to check them out. We also do Facebook pirate ship at facebook.com forward slash ask a wizard where we sail the seas for mysteries and memes. And we watch a lot of videos like this. So that's a great place to join in as well. It's um, where we get a lot of content for the show. But thank you very much, OPVs, for that recommendation. That is, that's crazy stuff. Uh, plot twist, his cars by the baby cougars. Oh, jeez, no. Uh, if he turns his back for even a second, he's dead meat. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they won't attack you if you're facing him, right? Usually. <clears throat> Someone needs to tell this man, uh, Cougar, hey, I know you might like rocks, but I don't, and I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> plot twist. Go get, go get your babies, Cougar. Leaves. Leaves a few minutes. Cougar returns with its babies to finish the job. <laughs> Read the last comment. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, this is too much. 
That was a great video. Well, those are some fun animal videos for us today. Let's see what we've got on the horizon. Ah, yes. So now is the time for us to uh, revel. This might not be relevant to a lot of you who are not uh, in the uh, Parliament of Owls, particularly in the war efforts of the Parliament of Owls. It's a subsect of our group, but they are my people. And so I have to let them know what's going on. But I hope you guys will enjoy this. Um, the owl war efforts military strategies and results um, you guys may not know this um, but i declared war on the education system in 2010 um, with a group of the parliament of owls um, this is back before we even had an online presence and uh, we set forth to try and deal um, the maximum amount of economic and financial damage to the education system as possible through completely and total legal means. Um, we did not use anything that is uh, illegal. It was purely through truth, logos, and um, through military strategy. And our ultimate goal is to destroy the education system and to replace it with another one. And so we've been doing that for the last 10 years. So I wanted to show the owls the results of their hard-earned efforts and hard work that they've been doing for the last 10 years. So I want to give you guys an idea of what our strategy is and how we are implementing this. Uh, we're applying the principles of Sun Tzu. Um, we're applying the principles of fourth generation warfare. Um, we're using principles from the prince and a lot more. So if you're uh, interested in following along, um, that, that is what we've been utilizing to do what we do. And so here are the principles in play. Yeah, I was watching a different video. Uh, hey, I'm going to go to bed. Very tired. Good night. See you later, Owen. Have a good evening. Um, just imagine if the cougar followed him home. Oh, no. <laughs> I was watching a different video. Um, so with the, our strategy here, um, we're applying the principle of knowing our enemy. So we've studied the enemy very well. We understand how their business models work and where their vulnerabilities lie. Um, we emphasize persuasion over weapons according to the principles of Sun Tzu and the art of war. Um, we utilize spies. Uh, we get people who are inside the education system to give us information and people who are currently being subjective to its torture. Um, the education system is the most evil organization in America. Uh, it has brought back slavery through the form of non-refundable debt. Um, they are satanic and promote evil. And so that's why we declared war on them. Um, we use a emphasis on what is called clarity and consistency. This is a principle of marketing. So we want to take the evil that they do, make it as clear as possible, and then present that message consistently. Uh, we have highlighted, promoted, and weaponized their sin. So when they commit evil and atrocities, we simply make those things more obvious and we make sure that the right people see them and we use those sins against them. Uh, we've allied with the victims. Uh, these are the people who are subjective to the tortures of going through the education system. And we ally with their competitors, people who offer alternatives so that they have a vested interest in supporting us. Um, we have waged war through the methodologies of economics and image because this is the year of 2020. If you've read the book, uh, Fourth Generation Warfare, which actually I think I might have, yeah, right here. 
this is Fourth Generation Warfare Handbook by William S. Lind. Uh, fantastic book. Um, that's what we have utilized as well as the Art of War right here. Um, those are the reference manuals. And uh, in this day and age, it makes more damaging effects than rather than using weapons and military action. Um, it's much more effective to attack economics and uh, people's image and brand through persuasion. Uh, Sun Tzu has known this for a while, but it's been formalized here in fourth generation warfare. Um, we've also had the emphasis on small numbers of people that were trained well. That's called the Parliament of Owls. Uh, people who are well-trained, well-educated, well-read versus a bunch of large people. This is what the typical attack methodology in today's day and age is to send a mob of angry people who annoy and harass for a couple of months and then go away. Um, I'm not interested in that. I wanted a weaponized team of people who would be consistent and clear and stay through for, at this point, it's been an entire decade. And um, finally, of course, we always give people a way out per Sun Tzu's recommendations. Sun Tzu says, uh, leave your enemy an exit. And for them, we left them the exit alternatives. In this case, we presented what's called homeschooling as the alternative to the current education system. So thank you so much for everyone who has supported this. Thank you everyone who's been helping me for the last 10 years to fight against the most evil organization in America, uh, the education system, the Church of Satan, and for all of the hard work you've done. I wanted to give you guys some facts and figures regarding your efforts and show you what you have done. So that's what we're gonna be covering here in just a bit. Um, yee, I watched so smart of a wizard to become more powerful than Dr. Strange. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I had a house cat follow me home three kilometers at night. Ooh, interesting. Um, I felt just like him. It's late for me. I should go to bed. Good night. See you later, Cole. Good night. So, um, in 2010, we declared war on the education system. Uh, this graph documents the historical full-time college students' enrollment. Um, year by year. As you can see, we have a steady trend going way, way, way up until 2010 hit. 2010 is when we began our war efforts, boys and girls. Uh, notice anything? <laughs> uh, this is when we began our war efforts. And as you can see, it has been a steady decline ever since we began our active campaign. And uh, I don't know if you guys can see that right there, but that is a drop of 1.1 million students enrollments. 1.1 million students are no longer going to the Church of Satan and ruining their lives, going into crippling, non-refundable debt because of the efforts that we've done here at Ask a Wizard through the Parliament of Owls. Congratulations, guys. Very good work. And it gets even better because while this is beautiful, it's, it's to destroy is easy. To defeat is easy. To, to take down is easy. What's harder is to present an alternative, to destroy and then offer something better. And I think the next slide, I'm even more proud of you guys because of our efforts for promoting homeschooling, self-education, and self-learning. As you can see, this bar graph here starts in 2010 when we began our efforts. Um, we're looking at 52, uh, 52 of 60,000. You can do the math. I'm not doing it live on air. <laughs> 62 times 60,000. Um, in 2010, we start at 62. Uh, by the end of 2019, we're at 97. And 
2020's numbers aren't in yet, but from what I've heard, it's staggering how great 2020 has been for us guys. So, um, 2020, I should say. And so, uh, you can see this is a steady, steady growth all the way up. There's a little anomaly in 2015, but more or less a just solid trend right through the roof of people using home education instead of going to the Church of Satan, which has begun a drastic, drastic decline. And um, that is because of your guys' efforts and our hard work. Could it be? I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe, you know, maybe um, campaigning, showcasing their sins, showcasing their lie, consistently putting that out into the ether, putting it into people's who can communicate the idea, distribute the idea, creating memes, creating content, making sure it's filling up Reddit forums, making sure that local news stations are covering it, making sure that every scandal is exposed. Maybe all of that, getting over 40 million impressions to news of that topic over the last 10 years, uh, maybe it's irrelevant. Maybe we had nothing to do with it. It could be. That could be. Um, or maybe we did. And maybe my silver trophion is on the horizon. Possibly. This is what the owls are capable of. You guys are amazing. You guys did so much awesome work. And I deeply appreciate every single one who took part in this. And so when people are saying it's like, you got five people, you have 10 people, you, your videos only have 60, 70 people who show up. Um, a special forces team is typically composed of 30 people. We're the owls. Don't pick a fight with us. Let's move on to Evil or Good. This is a segment that's brought to us by Alexandria Paxton. She designed this herself, except for the images. I added those ones in. Um to highlight the evil or good this is a fun game that alex invented for us that you can play along too this is an interactive game uh where alex puts pictures of people and we try to determine if they are evil or good there's one evil person hidden in the mix and we have to try and intuit who is the person who is evil uh, this came about because i made an offhanded comment about how you could feel if someone was evil just by looking at them sometimes there's just an evil aura and so um she said that that was nonsense. She created this game for us to play um, to see if I can get them right. So far, we are three for three. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Depression is also three for three as well. So if you're interested in playing along, let's find out. We have contestant number one on the left, number two in the middle, and three on the right. One of these people is a psychotic killer murderer criminal. Which one do you think it is? And that's what we're going to try and figure out right now. All right, what do we got going on here in the chat? Um, it's like for me, I know that lots of people have different religions, but why can't they have a church class in school? Uh, because the education system is the church of Satan. It's run by evil people. Nobody can sneak up on an owl because their head spins 360 or 180. That's true. Typically, it's the owl is the one that's doing the sneaking. Um <laughs> So let's see who is the evil guy here. She's done a better job because now they all look very similar and they all got little top hats with mustaches. Oh, this is tricky. I feel like I'm cheating, but number one seems kind of shady because it looks like an older photo. And I feel like if it's a crazy murder, he's probably one in the past. But I get the demon eyes from number two. Number two's got darkness. He he's 
Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely number two. I think it's number two. What do you guys think? Let's hear in the middle. Uh, Stop Motion believes it is the middle as well, number two. Awesome. Is there anybody else who wants to get their input? Let's find out. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Let's see who it is. Hey! <laughs> Stop Motion nailed it. Nine Odell is nailed it as well. Holmes. H.H. Holmes moved to Chicago when he built a three-story mixed-use building with a hotel on top floor, apartment on the second, and a drugstore on the first. This became known as the Myrtle Castle. What? A police inspection of the building revealed hidden passages in a maze of hallways, soundproofed rooms, chutes to the basement, and airtight rooms fit with pipelines filled with gas. My God. The basement also held acid vats, quicklime, and a crematorium used to dispose of bodies. My goodness. Holmes would sell his victim's organs and skeletons on the black market. Oh, He confessed to 27 murders, but was convicted and sentenced to death for only one. It is speculated that he may have killed up to 200 people. Wow. That is crazy. Holy crap. He made like a real horror house. My gosh. That's insane. Yeah, he is a evil crap bro. Yeah, yeah, totally. What a monster. All right. All right. We got another one here, it looks like. Oh, jeez. We got number one on the left, two in the middle, and three on the right. Let's see who it is. Number one is a good guy. I don't think he's bad. Number two looks a little upset, but... He has the upsetness of a justifiable anger. You know, he looks like he's like, you forgot to put avocado, and I clearly paid extra for the avocado in my Chipotle bowl. You're going to add that avocado. That it's, I feel like he, it's a genuine anger in his face. Um, number three. Number three looks socially messed up. I, and I don't, I hope that, I hope I'm right, because if it's not, I'm sorry, I apologize to whoever that is. Um, it looks like someone who is trying to smile, but doesn't know what happiness is. <laughs> it seems like someone who's like, I'm happy. <clears throat> I'm happy. Take my photo, please. This is my happy face. You know, it's, it, he doesn't. He's not expressing it correctly. Um, what, let's see. Let's, what, is, what do the comments think? What do you guys think in the chat? Let's find out. Stop Motion says, haha, thirds, Mr. Big Brows. <laughs> he thinks it's Mr. Big Brows. That's true. It's Mr. Big Brows. Uh, maybe he's the Unibrower. <laughs> All right. Let's go with the Unibrower. Let's find out. Let's see. Three, two, Hey! Oh, geez, that's Ted Bundy? What? That's the clown guy, right? Bundy was approach, would approach his victims in public places, pretending to be injured or disabled, or impersonating an authority figure. Oof, that's one of my biggest fears. Uh, well, not biggest fears, that's not true at all. I, I take that back completely. One of the things I think about, uh, if you're not a guy, you might not do this. This is kind of a guy thing. But guys, and, and I'm, I'm going to blow the secret right now, guys. I'm sorry. I'm exposing us. Men, when we have downtime, 
role play scenarios where enemies approach us and then we think through how we're going to destroy them <laughs> i know it sounds weird you're thinking what now that's not true i literally it me and many men do this all the time ask any guy if you're dating one ask him right now if you're married to one ask him i guarantee you they'll be like yeah but like what if a criminal comes to our door they, they've, they've thought it through okay and one of the things i always think about is if I was a criminal, the first thing I would do is knock on a door and be like, police. And so that always freaks me out is how I, I've been trying to tactically figure out what is the correct response to someone saying police at your door? Um, because the obvious answer is to say, yes, let the police in. Right. And obviously don't approach with a weapon because the police will shoot you. Um, but also, that's what a criminal would say. So I've definitely been trying to figure out what they, what they think the right way to go is. My thought is I would call the police and uh, verify with them via the phone before I let them in. And I would probably communicate to that, them, that to them through the door. But it's not a perfect strategy. Um, but it's something I thought about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Constantly thinking about what evil person might do. You cannot protect yourself unless you know evil. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Uh, stop motion nailed it again. He's two for two. As that, so am I. I think, though, the situation constantly about the items around me and defend myself against intruders. Exactly. And mountain lions and stuff like that. It's just, it's just what we do. <laughs> um, you would knock them unconscious and strangle them in a secluded location. My God, what a monster. Confessed to 30 murders in seven different states. My gosh. What? I, he was executed by electrocution. Good. Get out of here, you piece of trash. My God. What a horrifying monster. Oh, we're getting women in here for this one. Okay. Okay. Women are always harder because they're the sneakier ones. Women don't stab people. Women poison people. They always, they always do a passive-aggressive way of dealing with things. Number one, she's a legend. I feel her. I think she's a legend. I trust her completely. I don't know why. I just, I can sense a, a stoic German ethic to her. I, I, I respect it for number one. Number two, those are some beady eyes. She kind of looks like Ursula. <clears throat> number three looks like she's eaten some people <laughs> i know that's terrible to say she looks like <clears throat> i take that back she doesn't look like she's eaten some people she looks like if she was in the pioneer times and times are tough and someone died she wouldn't say no <laughs> that's that's the impression i'm getting let's come back to ursula though ursula here maybe without the hair what would what would she look like without oh yeah i think she's the murderer she's definitely a murderer what do you guys think let's hear in the comments below two is kind of creepy three is just a housemaid true that makes sense i can identify criminals from crime shows awesome that's legendary all right stop motion's going with two as well i'm going with two let's find out three two hey <laughs> three for three that's six for six and we have owls and chat who have nailed it as well awesome glad to hear that you guys are nailing it what is this guy girl's story nanny doss doss was i've never heard of her 
was referred to as the giggling granny. Oh gosh, that's gross. The lonely hearts killer, the black widow, and the lady bluebeard. What? It was revealed that she had killed four of her husbands, two children, her sister, her mother, two grandsons, and a mother-in-law. My God. She mostly used rat poison. Oh, there it is. Women always use poison. They don't do violent crimes. Um, she was sentenced to life in prison. The state of Oklahoma did not pursue the death penalty. She died of leukemia. How dare you? Oh, that's just... How could you not pursue the death penalty? Jeez. What a, what a monster. So is that it? Oh, I guess that's it. That is the last of good... Or evil or good. Thank you very much, Alexandria, for preparing this for us today. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, we're going to move right on to the Build, Grow, and Create segment. Thank you so much for joining. So today we're going to be teaching you how to build a worm farm without a yard. Um, believe it or not, Alex is actually doing this right now. She has already started building a worm farm. I'm helping her with it as well. And uh, we are doing this, and it's a fantastic thing to do. Uh, just put poison in apple juice for kids. Oh, jeez. Knew it. <laughs> you nailed it. Stop motion got all three correct as well. Uh, three is trying to be a bit scary, right? I agree, Chris. Um, so a worm farm is something that you can start using that it literally eats your scraps of food, like eggshells, the tops of vegetables, uh, yard scraps, and it turns it into the most... Uh, useful and nutrient-dense soil that you can use for growing your own food. Um, so worm farm combined with like microgreens, which is what I'm doing here, or growing your own potatoes in your apartment, which we taught you to do in a previous um, video, uh, this makes the dirt reusable. So if you grow potatoes in your dirt, you can then throw that dirt uh, the leftover dirt into a worm farm and the worms will turn that into highly nutrient dense uh, dirt that you can then reuse and this can all be done within an apartment and it basically just functions as a trash can. It's about two hours to build the whole thing. And just so you guys know, this is the um, city of Sydney. Uh, definitely go and subscribe to this guy. The title of this video is How to Start a Worm Farm in Four Steps. Vermiculture Made Easy. I'm going to be skipping around. Uh, if you want to learn how to do this whole thing, I'm just going to give you the key highlights here. Uh, but if you want to actually build this out, that's the video to do it. And go subscribe to this guy. can help you create homemade soil conditioners for your garden. Just jump straight to that section. Food you throw away. Just buy a large box of worms to get you started. So this is a constructed worm farm. You don't need this. You can actually just buy a plastic bin and make one at home uh, by drilling some holes in it. That's what we did. I'll show you guys that one. We're, uh, I'll take some photos and videos of it while we're making the worm farm um, and show you guys that on like TikTok and Instagram and so on and so forth. Um, but this is like a higher end one. You could make this for like 15 bucks out of like plastic containers. So all he's doing is making the soil, the starter soil for the worm farm right here. So when you first start it up, you want to make sure you're giving them the perfect soil environment so that they can really grow and thrive and reproduce. Then from there, you're able to just kind of throw whatever you want in. And then, dig a shallow trench, top of the bedding, 
So this is at the stage where he's now got the worms introduced. They're growing. They've been thriving for a few weeks. Now he's going to start dumping food scraps into the dirt by digging a small hole and throwing the food scraps in. Criminal Minds is the key. Yeah. They like to have a cover that makes it nice and dark for them as well. It's nice to put that up there. Find out the best way to feed them. Make sure you feed them regularly. If you feed them huge amounts every week or so, the worms can't get through it fast enough, and the food waste goes sour and starts to smell. When you lift the blanket and... Okay, so this is just the details of what you want to add here. Um, the food, make sure that you're giving them uh, an amount that they can eat. If you do over what they can eat, they won't consume it all, and then it's just going to smell kind of bad. Still lots of food scraps remaining. Move the food to compost or rubbish to prevent overfeeding or smell. To add more food, dig a new trench next to the previous one. Continue this till you reach the end of the farm, and jump back to where you started. There are a lot of different food scraps in the average Aussie kitchen. Now, here's the only key here that you need to focus on is there are certain foods that they can't eat um, and turn into compost, so he's going to cover them. These are all perfectly acceptable good foods to give them. Um, my adventures with compost and worms is ne is never this clean. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a bit, it's a, it is a bit deceptive here, but having these containers are actually pretty easy. So this is just a key here. Um, just don't don't throw raw meat in. Don't throw milk in. Things that are going to spoil very bad uh, or really fast. Also, onions, um, garlic, they won't eat those. Uh, the eggshells here is actually incorrect. You can give them eggshells if you grind them up. You do Grinding up the eggshells, they, they will eat those. Um, Want to hear a really wicked coincidence? My aunt's funeral, my cousin had a detector... And there was one ghost in the room, and it was addressed as a female. Ooh, that's spooky, Stop Motion Studios. My goodness. Here are some that you just can't put in. Onions, garlic, uncooked potato skins, and citrus peel. Uh, I didn't know about the citrus peel one, but the citrus peel makes sense. They can't deal with the high acidity and the, the oils. Here are some that you should try and avoid. Dairy, bread, meat. Oh, he's just saying avoid. So yeah, you can do a little bit of eggshells. It's not going to hurt. But these ones, for sure, if you give them uncooked, uh, if you give them garlic or onion, um, they they do not eat that. In fact, I think it can kill them. And then this is another key part here is making sure that you keep it nice and wet and moist. Um, having a water, a wet sponge in there can help. Uh, making sure that you keep the soil nice and wet. And so that is basically it. So that is the four steps really. It's, you know, get the dirt, get it in the container, good dirt in the container, give them food scraps, make sure it's not from the bad foods and keeping it wet. If you do those four things, you have a self-sustaining compost pile that can turn your potato, used potato dirt into good dirt, your used microgreen dirt into dirt, and um, you literally can have a self-sufficient food farm in an apartment with no yard, no garden, nothing. You, you can be self-sufficient on food. And so that is the uh, lecture for today on worm farms and build, grow, and create. So that's something you guys can start implementing today. And with...
Our last bit here, of course, the final segment is practical philosophy. Today we're going to be talking about the scripture from the Bible, Luke 9.50. This is from Jesus. Uh, and this quote comes from, He who is not against us is on our side. And this is something I read while I'm doing my uh, daily reading for the Bible. We are doing a Christmas special, if you will, uh, where we're reading the, chap the, Luke, the book of Luke um, chapter by chapter starting at chapter 1 on December 1st, and then there's 24 chapters in Luke, so you've read the entire Christmas story by December 24th, Christmas Eve. Then you can wake up on 25th and celebrate Christmas, knowing what Christmas is about. And so uh, I was reading this on chapter 9, and um, I think during these times that we're going through right now, this is a really important scripture, and something that is very often not covered in churches these days, because, um, well, it's not politically correct, which is uh, antithetical to being a good Christian. So we're going to be analyzing that just a bit, um, and I think it'll help you guys out. Uh, let's see what Chris got to say here. I uh, want to hear a really... Oh, we saw that. Most animals can't eat those foods. Humans are weird. Yeah, yeah, I've learned that growing garlic can actually defend your garden from, like, golfers and stuff because they hate it so much. Same thing happened... If you've ever taken a bite out of garlic, though, like raw, then you know real quick why they don't like it. That stuff is, it's intense. Something happened at her burial, but it disappeared out of nowhere. Oof, that's spooky. Only bad guys say, if you're not with us, you're against us. Yeah, yeah, that's quite possibly the case. Hope Monday is a good scripture in my B-Day. Heck yeah, totally. So what this analysis my takeaway what i get from this and i'm not a preacher i'm not a pastor i'm not anything of the sort i'm just a person i'm a wizard on the internet who reads books um but what i think that this really tells us is people who worship a higher power they say that there is a there is a truth above me that i am willing to die for um even if they're wrong on that truth that's who I perceive as people who are on our side. Um, the world is kind of divided right now between people who do not believe in truth and people who do worship truth, the logos and the no-ghost. And um, I think that it's arrogant for us to think that we all know what that truth is, but there's clearly a distinction between people who know what is truth and people who worship truth and people who do not believe there is a truth people who think they make their own truth and that is philosophically boils down to satan versus jesus um for example muslims believe there is a higher power that is the truth i know that they're wrong but the fact that they worship something that they believe is truth and are willing to die for it is something that i respect so in my understanding of this i'd say hey they worship truth they're not against us then they're on our side they're they're our friends um now the part that the church doesn't want to address here is that there are people who are against you and the bible tells you that you're supposed to cut those people out you're supposed to excommunicate from people who are against you and there are people who are against us um so i think the times that we're going through right now is a time of understanding that people don't have to be Christians to be on our side, but they do need to worship truth, um, or at least be trying to worship truth. And uh, then there are people who don't and are against us. And we need to not be with those kinds of people. We need to separate from that. 
Um, now is a great time to be making allies, not uh, not going out of our ways to nitpick. Well, your definition of Jesus in the Bible says that God's actually three and one and not one God. And it just, this nonsense Trinity talk, this can this is my bible i'm a baptist well i'm a orthodox well i'm a catholic well i'm a mormon we need to stop bickering about these stupid nonsense details and ask yourself the question does this person worship truth does this person hold truth as the highest ideal if so then yes is this person against me then i need to get rid of them and that's the second part here, which is this is also a time to be making enemies. This is a time to be drawing lines in the sand. Um, we already won this battle. We are we already know the end of the story. If you're a Christian, you know that we won. Now is the time to build, grow and create and thrive with those allies and to excommunicate the enemies from those things. Um, that's one of the things that we're doing here at Ask a Wizard. We are trying to help people. And what do we got here? My name is Jeff. Hey, Evil Al. My name is Jeff. Oh, your name is Jeff. Nice. All right. Kiki, stop motion, see this, take a chill pill. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, weird. I don't know what that is. So uh, that's what we're building here at Ask a Wizard. The, the owls have read. We're prepared. We already won. We're focusing on the future already. We're building and we're growing and we're creating the beautiful, the good, and the true. The owls read the art of war. The owls read the prince. The owls know how to grow their own food. The owls know how to make get their own water. They know how to make their own power. The owls read the Bible. They know philosophy. They know theology. They know practical skills. They know how to engage in war. This is a group of people who have said if you want to take a stand against us and take away our resources take away our food take away our power take away our water fine we'll make it ourselves and we'll ally with those who support us and that is what we're doing here at the owls and that i think is the takeaway i really got from this is uh this is a time to start making allies to meet new allies people who are not against us um let's befriend them Let's get on their side. They don't have to agree with us. They don't have to be the same religion as us. They don't have to have um, the same philosophies as us, but they do need to worship truth. And if they do, they're not against us. And that means they're on our side. And so with that, that's going to close up the stream for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that stream. I hope you had a good time. We have a last segment open here for Live Wizard Readings, if you guys would like to get one. I don't know if there's anyone else looking for a Live Wizard Reading. But if so, let me know in the chat below and let me know what your guys' thoughts are in the comments below. And Emoel, are you just trying to be annoying? Come on, man. Don't don't bug people. Um, you got this. I, I believe in you. <laughs> and um, it looks like we're good to go. I think I got everybody so far. from. We got everyone from the book. I don't think there's anyone new who's come on in. Uh, if there is, let me know. I can get you a reading. We have a quick Q&A. If you have any questions you'd like to talk about, let me know in the comments below. And if not, we'll close up the stream.
And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And if you'd like to support the stream, send some resources our way at paypal.me forward slash askawizard. You can also send letters at P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. Um, Stop Motion Studios says, please. Hello. Hello, Stop Motion. How are you doing? Um, you said, please. What? What? Please what? Did you want me to get you another reading? Let me know. Uh, send your letters your way. The support is greatly appreciated. And I do read those letters on air, by the way. Um, thank you guys so much. This is, a, this is a good stream. This is fun. I had a lot of... That was a good time. And uh, one last just shout out to, again to the owls who are part of the war efforts. Um, take a look at that. Look at that line graph. <laughs> look at that line graph. Uh, good work. Very good work, guys. Um, this is incredible and 2020 might be the year that finally uh, puts that final nail in the coffin this 10-year war uh, look at that guys just look at that it's just beautiful good job good job uh, please talk please talk I'm not I'm not sure what you mean there's uh, stop-motion studios but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, we will see you guys again tomorrow. And um, same place, same time, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time here on YouTube. And, of course, TikTok Magic Show at 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And the Facebook Pirate Ship, which is facebook.com forward slash askawizard. It's where you jump on a bleh, jump on a internet ship with me to sail the seas of the internet and look for mysteries and memes. Uh, Stop motion says talk, follow me on tick. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, I typically don't follow people, but if you are if you have an owl name, stop motion studios, uh, I sometimes follow owls. So let me know what your owl name is and then I will give you a follow potentially. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you guys all tomorrow. Same place, same time. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you all later. And as always, roll out the intro video. It's a long one, but uh, that is, I do it because I love it. Peace.